Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by StreamJoy. Sound better, play better. Go check out StreamJoy.com. Uh, they are an amazing company that's doing some pretty awesome stuff. They make amazing strings that every single one of your favorite hosts use. And they've also got a lot of cool like side stuff. Like I, lo- I love their hats and their shirts. They have like the most comfortable clothes. But have, I, we, like, I, have we talked about StringJoy since I switched? I got those Broadways put on my Strat? N- I think no, we were talking. No, we weren't. We haven't. We you were, you were saying you were you were getting them and putting them on. So, so why I don't you that. tell us about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah uh, we did a live stream. When I say we, I did uh, a live stream on our Facebook group. So if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, uh, go join that. Um, where I uh, I restrung my John Mayer Strat with uh, Broadway standard tens. So what's the difference between what's the the Broadway compared to their normal strings? Round core, a little bit different um, loadouts because they're not a true balance tension set, if I'm not mistaken. That, yes, that is correct. Um, so balance tension means every string has the same amount of pressure on it. And when I say pressure, I mean tension, which is the exact opposite of pressure. But yeah um i digress um so there you do have more of the traditional man everyone's coughing today you okay you both alive seriously i'm I'm alive (laughs) i figured i'd take the opportunity to as well okay i'll cut this out (laughs) Okay. So I mean the 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 beauty of that is just uh it's it's just your standard kind of loadout that you're probably used to from other companies. Um I found the strings a little mellower. Uh they weren't as trebly in timbre. And so I I think it worked really 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 well. Uh, with the single coils of my Strat, because the bridge pickup on a Strat, uh, mm-hmm. where we all have Strats, we're all quite aware that you you need the you need the tone knob for that sometimes. Uh, this I leave bit. it full open now, and I like it. Hmm. Yeah, I've got to get my uh, actual Strat put together, but I need to figure out what pickup combination I want to actually put in there. You think an HSS or? Uh, well, the Squire I have is already an HSS, um, and then the little parts caster I've been working on, um, I've already got a Tex-Mex Strat pickup in there, um, and I bought the, an original DiMarzio FS one, whatever the Edge put in his, so, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's the bingo card from our, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so got, inside joke inside joke for everyone who's listening today chris was like uh i don't know if i'm gonna have my mic set up today so i don't i might have to sit this one out and i was like you know it's about time we finally made the chris soundboard 
And so we just started listing off all the things Chris would say. And well, the edge uses this. So that was. <laughs> that worked out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm also debating if I want to put like a uh, Porter P90. Uh, what, it, what does he call it? It's his, little, it's his like strat size P90s. So I don't know if I want to put that in the bridge and then have the uh, FS1 in the middle or vice versa. Uh, that would be interesting. Just, yeah, I'm also debating on putting a uh, Filtertron in the uh, neck and not even worrying about having a Strat pickup up there. <laughs> this is ceasing to be a Strat the longer you, you're talking yeah, a about. A little bit, but it, it's it's kind of been gearing more towards being my, like, quote-unquote, pop-punk Frankenstein little put-together thing. So I feel like P90, FS1, and then... Uh, grudge pickup would probably be the best bet and then i would church pretty well too nice so we're still yeah. in our sponsor spot and diaz it can't breathe so he left our uh he left the stream for a little bit so all right this episode is also brought to you uh by creation music company uh we've favorite been... pedal board company yeah i think we we all use it i think we've established now two you have two I own two diaz owns two Dang. Mm -hmm. So I just got on that train. Um, so go give them a look. They got great options. They've got your elevated source style. I believe it's called an elevation V2 um, style pedal board where you have the top and bottom available as well as they have a flat series. Allows you to do all sorts of different flexible options, modular options. Honestly, and believe me when I say this, the best Velcro I've ever seen on a pedal board. Yes. Did you uh, get the uh, large mat of Velcro? Oh yeah. yeah. Laser cut. Mm -hmm. It's the lowest pile height. Um, sorry, I'm using a carpeting term. Uh, pile is just like how big the loops are, essentially. It's like a high pile carpet is like one that's kind of tall and your feet kind of sit into it, whereas a low pile is like a really, really tight weave um so it's the lowest one i've ever seen and now that i've used this industrial velcro and i just put them on i'm actually now lifting up my pedals and the velcro comes off the pedal sooner than oh, the velcro wow. comes on latch now so yeah, like that, that sounds about right spatula everything it's 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 the it's awesome john does great yeah. stuff go give them a look creation music yeah. company they also do their own cases and what's something else i've been really excited about from them <laughs> Did you guys talk about uh, the picture of the zipper they just put on oh, instagram no what is this <laughs> they've got a zipper with their logo on it that they put up and they said something's coming i wonder if they're doing soft cases they've done soft cases interesting are you talking about for like guitars or for their pedal boards uh pedal boards is what i was thinking but they might be doing a different type they've done them before i've actually i think i've had two versions oh did they stop making the uh, soft cases i don't know <coughs> well well i think that wraps up our sponsor spots why don't we dive right into a big healthy dose of what's new chris you were already talking strats so what else is new with you over there Oh, I don't think anything. 
Moss, you want to count me getting my ukulele again for the fourth week in a row? Ukulele? Did you call it an ukulele? I'm going to ask the same question like I've done for like four weeks. Guys, guys, if he said oof, I get bingo. <laughs> the effects loop bingo. Diaz lists. That's that's the free that's the free square. It's the Diaz lists things. Cool. Diaz, what's new with you then? Um, I yeah, I haven't gotten really anything new, but I, I'm working on a deal for a silver tone 1484. Ooh. The head. So <clears throat> that's the solid state one I, i'm pretty like 99 sure on i was gonna so say that doesn't guy, that doesn't remind that doesn't that's not the the one that jack white made famous that's right? not the twin 12 one that they're yeah. talking about yeah but uh that one's a tube amp oh son of a that might be a 1684 i just got a, i just got a message from adam dolhanic <clears throat> oh gosh he's unwrapping his silver centaur like OG Klon. Has he owned one before? I don't believe he has. He's he flips KTRs <clears throat> crazy, but I'm gonna just text him randomly. Like, haven't you owned a a Klon before? I think he just got a he has a KTR coming in too, so I think he's going to do a shootout video. And now that I okay. said it out loud and on the air, uh, he's oh. legally obligated to do it. So yeah, that's that's <laughs> the way the law works. Um, Recently, I did get a Facebook law degree, so yeah, that's correct. Like how you declare bankruptcy? Yeah, you just have to go out and like shout it and, de- and declare it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm working on that 1484, and that's pretty much it. I'm kind of been like going slow. I'm waiting on a strap from Sweetwater that's been on back order for like a month. A strap? Yeah. It's a it's a Demarzio, the Demarzio the quick strap whatever it is it's the one that's got like the plastic clips oh so i just screw pieces on the end and to take the strap off i just undo the plastic clips Hmm. so i mean i I, like it i've been so firmly in the 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 dunlop strap lock now since yeah my i used when did i buy my schecter high school like sophomore year high school yeah no i like those two i've always been i've never messed with shawlers um, but I always liked the Dunlop system. That was a good one. So I just, I, I don't, I stopped doing those because I would always want to like put it on a different strap and I'd like lose pieces or something, or I'd like get annoyed with it and like take it off or something for some reason. I don't know. And I'd always lose parts. So uh, I got, figured I've got so many extras laying around now, <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> Or like you trade a guitar and forget to change the, the the strap buttons. Well, so now what I've started doing is you can just buy the strap buttons for like six bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, and since they work fine without you know strap locks on them, like they work like normal strap buttons. Yeah. And I think my Titans all came with them on it already. So yeah, okay. Tons of guitars already come with them on it. It's it's kind of. I don't know if it's the standard, but I'm yeah, say it's I mean, I think that and the uh, the beer bottle, uh, yeah, which I also have a bunch blocks. of. I have a bunch of those yeah. laying around too for the guitars I you don't want to put strap locks on. You can buy like a bag of like 200 of them for like four bucks off of Amazon. So yeah, I bought a bunch from uh, uh, this company that supplied gear to uh, some people, but not all people. 
And hey, look, a distraction. Me. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, Scott, have, did you get anything new? Yeah, so uh, the cat's already out of the bag on both of them, but um, I got a Hudson. Wait, 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 you got a cat? No. Oh, okay. Don't, don't, I'm barely keeping plants alive at this point, so. <laughs> oh, my God, he's like, he's like, don't let me be in charge of, a, like, a living, breathing thing. Like I, uh... I still wonder. I, I, I every week I'm like, because I, I live right by the one of the pet adoption places. I keep thinking about going and getting a little a dog because I'm like home so much, and you know I think it would be awesome. But I just I, I just saw like a slow motion video like with sad music. Scott standing outside the pet shop, looking in <laughs> to the kitties with a sad look on his face. Like it's dark outside. It's raining, and it just slowly zooms in. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so, I just I was I figured that could be our first like video ad. <laughs> Please support the effects loop. It'll make Scott happy. <laughs> uh, no, I just remembered, like, once my job gets back into full swing, I'm on the road a lot. And so just I yeah. can't take care of a pet. Um, no, so I, so I got the Hudson Broadcast, oh, yeah. uh, which I've been waiting for since... When did I say I, I bought that? March? I, I don't should... know, but I, I do... Since you already brought up Adam Dolhanik, yeah. I like... You're still salty about the fact that he ordered his after you and got it before you. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Um, and now I'm actually salty about another fact of I. So I, I put it on my board already. That's how much I like it. Yeah. Um, but I put it over my power supply and it uses oh, no. a transformer. So the two transformers are causing buzzing. And now I need to figure out how I can get it on my board where it's not sitting oh. over my power supply. Oh, that's not bad. Because I thought like maybe like it was like. Oh, like I put it on my power supply and heat it heated up and like ruin the paint or something. No, no, no. The the pedal's fine. <clears throat> no, it's just, uh, just transformers don't like being near each other. Um, I think the Kelly seventy six compressor has mm-hmm. a transformer too because I had the same issue with that pedal being too close to my power supply. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. And then uh, I got my Lambertones hat in, which I'm literally wearing right now. And I'm figuratively wearing it too, I guess. Oh. How would you be figuratively wearing it? Um, hang on. <clears throat> That's how. Oh wow. Yeah. Impressive. Um so I got that, and then I also got a Walrus EB ten in um which people seem really to love and I'm I Isn't know, that, I just haven't figured isn't it out that yet. pedal? It was the Ryan Adams pedal before it became the E B ten. Did you buy that off of Ryan? I did. Okay. I just like, I was like, maybe it's a really big coincidence, but. Yeah. So that's, that's everything I got. Uh, and hopefully no new gear for me for a little while. Cause I've been spending too much. Yeah. I get, I mean, I'm sure that's like a, uh, nice effect of the whole lockdown stuff oh i mean yeah i mean when you think about like start of lockdown to like now i have two new guitars a kemper how many pedals i've gone through and flips because of the market going crazy yeah It's, it's been a season for gear yeah yeah so that's all I got. Uh, uh, maybe we should dive into a little bit of gear news. Yeah. So first on the list, the Fender Squire Paranormal series. 
So <clears throat> you put this in our group chat, which if you are a patron or a patron who is a part of our Patreon, you are in that chat. If, if, you, if you patronize us. I mean, yeah, please, please do. I'm tired of patronizing Scott all the time. So if you could help me out and carry some of the load. You're not tired. I'm never going to be tired. <laughs> all right. Um, so, uh, you know, this is really cool because, you know, they've had the, with the, is it still the paranormal series for like the expensive ones? Parallel what universe. Were those? Parallel universe. And then there was so the these alternate like, dimension, right? For yeah, the, is, the player series line. Was that alternate dimension? Is that, yeah. Is that made in Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the, uh, so now this is like the Squire line. It's trickling this, down. Yeah, what's next? What's what's lower than Squire? Isn't that Starcaster? Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think that anything's lower. But to me, this is exactly where this should be. Yeah, for sure. These are the the, the affordable ranges. I mean, these are going to be in the the classic player kind of price range. Um, but just. These are the guitars everyone mods already. So it, to me, this is where the, the parts bin or the kind of random pairings of stuff really can take off. And it's also cool to see a few of the older lines kind of getting, I mean, a lot of these are just unique designs that now are going to be entering the market. So it, it's a lot of cool stuff. So there's seven in total. Diaz, you want to read off the list? Yeah, you know me. I'm all about them lists. <laughs> no trouble. Um, all right, sorry. So we got the paranormal tornado or tornado. Well, no, there's no aim. Yeah, tornado. Uh, we've also got the paranormal offset telecaster, and then we've got the paranormal cyclone, paranormal supersonic, paranormal cabernita telecaster thin line, and we've got a paranormal jazz bass fifty four, and a paranormal baritone cabernita telecaster. Was that all seven that was um these are really really cool so ranging I, from 350 to 400 dollars. so really that I mean, nice sweet spot of impulse buy and and the good thing is uh well i don't know if that's imp well that's more that yeah i guess kind of impulse of buy. i wouldn't say sweet spot for me that's like top of this it, i don't know we'll i mean see. remember at 60 percent pricing Right once once used market depreciation oh, sets yeah. in, which to be honest, I, I doubt that's going to happen if these are a short run. I think these actually these are probably, will... these are even if they're a long run. I feel like these are the guitars that like it's kind of like the Jay Mascus ones. Like people sell them, but like it's not like an overwhelming thing. Like the MIM Strat that's on Craigslist every day, you know. Yeah, if that makes any sense, I don't know. It probably doesn't. It I does. do like. What's this, uh, the shell pink one in this picture? I'm trying to figure out. On the cyclone? Yes. I like that, but I'm a huge fan of the Cabernet Thin line. I think from a classics look, that's the one that stands out. I'm just mm -hmm. a little disappointed it doesn't come in blue. I'm disappointed that it comes with P90s. Are those P90, Sorry. a Jazzmaster sized P90? I th no, well, that's they're, they're no, they're Jazzmasters. Well, it looks like a P90 to me. I don't know the Well, rules. if you wanted to, there's tons of P Jazzmaster size P90s on the market, so those would be a direct drop-in. 
Yeah. Um, I I I don't know. I like that red one, but I mean, it, the other one, I the uh, the Jazzmaster Baritone's been discontinued for a while, right? I I don't know. From Square, so I, I if I recall right, and I, probably Jason Fuzzmonger is going to correct me, saying I'm wrong. Uh, but there's been a gap for an affordable baritone in the Squire range for a while, and <clears throat> having uh, this Telecaster loadout, I think this is going to be one of those sleeper, really loved. Oh, uh, by the way, Diaz, the baritone's the one. Cabernet is the one with P90s in it. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. P90s are so flubby to me. I don't know why. I don't. I just don't know why they sound better with a lower range. I don't know. I mean, uh, the Paul Reed Smith SE baritone has been P92. <clears throat> I don't know. I say slap some EMGs in that bad boy. <laughs> it actually fit the just aesthetically. I don't think. Uh, I'm not saying an EMG is going to fit in that cavity. I wonder if they've but... got EMG soap bars. Hold on. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, like Those are the soap bars for me. The EMG soap bar. Oh, my no. gosh. Now, Chris, do you know what, what's so special about the Jazz Bass for the 54 here? They have them. It's got the, like, 50, what are they called? The Squire 51 body. It's, it's a little more with the horns, I believe. That's what it looked like to me. That's kind of, I would just say, uh, pick guard as well. So if you had to pick one out of this range, Chris, what what are you picking? It's a very hard choice between the Cyclone and the Joan Telly. Hmm. All right, well, let's do top two. I think the thin line telly is my favorite just because of looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have to say, don't take my other one. The offset Telecaster. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> would have been a pick of mine had it come out three years ago. And I feel like the hype over an offset Telecaster is kind of faded. Hmm. I don't think there was any hype in the yeah. first place. Oh, I mean, it was a big... That was like the parts caster to make for, I don't know, a year or two there. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't feel like it should ever really be like a thing. No? No. I like it, but like, I don't... I hope it doesn't become like popular. So so what is year two then if that that's a no-go for you? Yeah, I'll also tell you. Like I've been looking at it right now, and I'm just still know. Uh, I will have to say the thin line, and the you know what? It's growing on me as I've been sitting here staring. The tornado. Really, I like the tornado. I changed the so this has. I like the bl- the all black ones. Very classy looking. It it kind of reminds me of like a old fifties car uh, with like the chrome and the black. So. I might. I would probably do that one. That might be number one. It looks like a great to me grunge guitar. Uh, it looks like it could be grunge or like even rockabilly. Hmm. Because like rockabilly like does that like old old fifties thing like, 
I think that or like well who's what's the guy's name? Uh Undead Henson? Where's that? I forgot his name. I know nothing about Rockabilly other than Pomade, Hot Rods, and Brian Setzer. What's the guy's name? It's uh All right, go just go on without me. Uh, I I will say I think the tornado tornado is a great mod platform too, because now you're talking standard size humbuckers, so in, in a fender, so you have tons of options in terms of what you're going to do there, um, for a lot of people. Yeah. No. Well, all right. Let's move on to the next thing. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, that was that was my like Scott's been doing these amazing segues. I'm just like, yeah, let's go to the next thing. All right, this is I we talked about this in our chat group, but this was like um, this was really cool. This is something I really liked. So uh, how do you pronounce it, Scott? Because I keep calling it a different name. Moor, Moor, Mower. Uh, but let's see. Uh, this is the R7 reverb. It's got seven reverbs in it. And it was funny because we were having a discussion before and luckily Scott did some more research. I thought it, they didn't put a comma in between two of them. And I was like, there's only six here. All right. So it's got, it's a small mini pedal. It's got, uh, I think you've got, this has like presets on it and everything. Well, those are the different modes. Is it? Yeah. Why is there a, why is there a save button? You get one preset. Okay. All right, one preset. Do you get the preset with the mode? Modes are changed by pressing once. Let's see. I'm reading it. Uh, beside the five control knobs, you'll find the save button, which stores the current position of the controls into the pedal. Recalled when you select the reverb mode again. So you you have a settings for each mode. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. So seven and... seven different re- reverb modes with seven different with with each one having their settings saved nice so you got that's room hall church cave plate spring and mod so there's no such thing as a cave plate reverb we discussed yeah so basically the only thing it doesn't do is shimmer uh yeah or any type of freeze maybe what is cave maybe cave is actually like a shimmer uh i don't think so okay well it could be you don't know uh, i don't think so do you well all right well you just sit right there because i'm gonna listen to this really quick and find out i think they have a pedal that already does shimmer it's their sky blue whatever very close not trademarkable version of the blue sky that they used it has a shimmer but it's not that great. That's possible. So uh, I think we buried the lead on this, though. So the two really interesting points of this that bring a, bring attention more than just, hey, there's seven algorithms in there is it's a mini pedal at 99 bucks. Yeah. That's a killer price, and this can easily become your second reverb pedal or squeeze into any board as an extra setting and what's also kind of fun is it has a high cut and a low cut control so you can really shape how your reverb is sounding compared to 
uh, I don't think a lot of stuff kind of in that price bracket really offers that level of features. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cave, cave is not a shimmer. You're right. It sounds really good, though. Okay. Uh, this is an amazing pedal for $100. I agree. You should, de you should definitely get it. I think, like, and it's it's one of those, I mean, it's small, not in the way. You can always do something. Have it, like, as a weird reverb. Who knows? I don't know. You should buy it. Buy me one while you're at it. Just <laughs> while you're at it. Yeah, like I mean, if you're already on the website, like just save me the hassle of having to do that, and you can just pay for it. That'd be cool. I mean, if uh, we actually put the effort into the show that we probably should, we could put like affiliate codes up on this stuff. So, like, actually, when we point people out to gear, they actually go buy it. We might actually get a cut of something. Um, uh, I'll let you handle that, bud. Dude, I don't even put links in our show notes for crying out loud. Uh, that's right. All right. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, <laughs> my awesome segue skills. Yeah. Speaking of not putting notes in the descriptions. Your, your segues in conversation are about exactly how I'd expect you to be on an actual segue. Yeah. Just waving all over the place, falling <laughs> off. Like Paul Blart. <laughs> <laughs> Just abrupt stops, quick turns, like run some over, run grandma over. Yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I, you're right. Okay, so ESP uh, harkens back to its roots with the LTD87 series. These are total, like, honestly, out of all the guitars that we've ever seen that are called pawn shop guitars this is literally a pawn shop guitar i've seen this guitar in a pawn shop um like you've you've seen these in pawn shops uh but they're they're great looking guitars i love them so you've got they both have the pointy ltd headstock um like the really pointy hockey stick and then you've got a strat style body that has a uh humbucker and uh I mean, I guess that's a Strat pickup. Hot rail. Hot rail. And with a uh, nice Floyd Rose style whammy system. Two knobs. It's a uh, Floyd Rose 1000. Whatever. And then we... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and then you've got... the. This is like... You've got a carved top Sally body with a pointy headstock. It's a uh, hardtail, but it, it's a tunematic bridge. It's not like a standard tele style, sick, you know, bridge. And then you've oh, got me on that. two looks like Duncan designed uh, pickups. I think all the pickups are Duncan designed, or at least or Seymour Duncan's. And it, it's cool. It's it's like a green color with a black binding. I I've always like had a special place in my heart for this. It looks like. I don't know. It looks like something that uh, CC Deville from Poison would play. It's that era. I mean, it, it's really like I just love it in this like weird way. I maybe maybe it's because it reminds me of going and playing guitars in like the pawn shop and messing around and looking at crappy gear back in the day. Whenever you thought that freaking uh, what was it PV Triple X tube amp head. Oh, was wow. awesome isn't the pv triple x more of a 2000s era thing isn't a... i think this was in the pawn shop when oh, okay. i went 
that's what I'm sorry. I'm okay. that, it's nostalgic for me because it was in the eight, I wasn't alive in eighty seven. Um but, am I the only one? You were what born in eighty seven, weren't you? I was. Yes, your so, counting today is like on point. Freaking on! I, I got to six earlier. <laughs> my, my basic math skills are. Oh, you figured like, out thirty-three today. I'm pretty impressed. Wait, what were we talking about? Thirty-three. I'm thirty-three. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know how old you were. I, just, I <laughs> was born in 1987. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I didn't know when your birthday exactly was, so I didn't know if you were 33 or 32. I wasn't going to assume. Well, give me a hint. Rude. It was sometime between March and June seven. Because uh, I bought that Hudson broadcast for my birthday. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. These are. Uh, I I just wanted to talk about uh, the oh they've got a white one on the eclipse the tally style. Okay. I I gotta ask the question. What? Pastel pink. Yeah, it's beautiful. Are, it, it's it's super hot right now. Uh huh. Is it going to age? Like is that I mean, the is that the color that's in in like in vogue right now and we're all going to be sick of it in about six months? No, that's the like color everything. that they had back then too. I mean, was they it? had this. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. There was all those metal guys. I mean, come on. Like they wore freaking lipstick and hairspray. Yeah, yeah. guitars. Yeah, but who's going to use it these days? I know someone that just bought a pastel pink guitar. Okay. I also I that does not play in church. Uh, he wants to play it in church. Okay, exactly. What, what style? <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a Charvel. <clears throat> like pointy head Charvel or like a classic body Charvel? Uh, it was a San Dimas. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I The HSS. Yeah, one. I had one of those, but I had it in the green. The seafoam green. I returned it. But oh, that's right. you had a very short time. I remember you having. I, I had it for like a week, and then I was I just called him. I was like, "Man, this is not for me." I was like, "I already know the guitar I want." I'm like, "Okay, send it back. Order the other guitar." So, so when you got the Richie Cotson, that's when I got the Firebird. Okay, the Richie Cotson was like just I bought it. Or I had to have that guitar, but did we? Heavy. Okay, coming back on topic. Did we see prices on these guys? No, I cannot find prices right now on these guys. Okay, what are you guessing? Since they are LTDs, uh, uh, they're going to be a thousand. That's that's about sounds about right. And I mean that's the that's the battleground price right now with pink shred stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this is battling the like the lower line Ibanez, not lower lower line, but like not the not the like what is it? Is it made in Japan Ibanez? That's really expensive. Yeah, the iron. Okay whatever series uh um, iron fist not iron fist no okay i like that show by the way people shouldn't have been so bad mad about it i think that was that was that iron fist the oh the marvel show yeah i haven't watched that one yet it was actually really good a lot of people got mad about it but you know i, I enjoyed it okay anywho before i get yeah. distracted again so uh, we're 99.99 for the on the ESP website, and you get a free leather strap, a free skull logo hat, and a free leather key fob. Okay, that's actually kind of like. <laughs> but do you get a gig bag? No, screw no. that. No, why would you, you get a leather key bag? fob? What do you, what do you yeah. need a freaking gig bag for? You, you drive a car. <laughs> 
You have a key fob. You have a Camaro with a. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up to your kids' elementary school and yeah, I hear Rock Z. Yeah. I just was it Billy Madison? Yeah, he shows up in high school. Uh. All right, so <laughs> Drybell <laughs> pedal company announces the engine, which is their newest preamp. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know what the deal with preamps is nowadays. Like everyone's got a preamp now. It's. I mean. I think we've stopped calling them amp in a box and now we call them preamps. Okay. To be honest with you, I think that's really what's going on. Uh, box should have a speaker emulation. And if it doesn't have speaker speaker emulation, it's a preamp. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. I think that should be the standard there. I'm there's sorry. probably something to be said about whether they're emulating the power amp or not, but yeah, why not? Yeah. Take that whoever disagrees with me all right before i call out more people um, but I, I would also say that i think there's room in the market right now for these preamp pedals whereas right now i i mean remember last week we talked about walrus coming out with a new overdrive and we we're kind of like eh, any is there even room in the market for new overdrives yeah where for whatever reason there's room in the market for preamp pedals and okay, more but, popular. But here's my question what, what happens when you run a preamp pedal into an amp that has a preamp in it like you're are you mixing it or you are, does your you are overdriving overriding driving okay i mean I theoretically know. you could if you had a preamp pedal you could skip the preamp of your amp and you could have a different character okay i'll take that if, if you have an amp that could handle that um like uh, if you had like a Fender Hot Rod, right? You know, yeah. you're, you're always using a backline. Carry a preamp pedal and just plug into the preamp in, or whatever the the effects loop return or whatever it is of an amp, and just use that if you wanted to. Very viable. Yeah. Or get one of the uh, the two notes uh, cab M. So you're doing a speaker sim following a preamp pedal that should give you pretty much everything you need okay yeah all right so how much is this one three hundred dollars oh son of a bitch no <laughs> i don't think so no bad bad dry bell oh my gosh i'm tired of three hundred dollar overdrive and preamp pedals i'm sorry like oh my gosh they are much more complicated than a overdrive pedal but i understand but oh my gosh i just feel like i mean who is dry bell what have they like i'm not like not like what have they done lately but like what have they what have they made that i would know what have they done for me <laughs> help me help you uh I don't know why I went Al Pacino with it, but uh, I just. So they did the vibe machine. If you remember that. And mm. they also have the unit 67, which is. Okay. They are not. They're not they... a very robust company, but they are featured a lot. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe I should have. Uh... Let's see what I want to see the prices on like all of these. Uh, 
So their Vibe Machine V2, that's a Univibe pedal. $300. Everything's pretty expensive, actually. Um, oh, here, let's see how much their foot switch is. This is a foot switch. Let's see. That's only 33 bucks. I bet these are a little more boutique made than, I mean, just this is not a very big company, probably. Where are they based out of? I don't think they're based. They had an uh, earthquake. Uh, back in 1996, Zvonko? Zagreb is they... the capital city. Oh, shoot. Where is that? Croatia? Uh, Croatia. Croatia. Yep. Okay. All right. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, three hundred dollars isn't like. I wonder if that's like. If it's <laughs> now, already... now that you found out it's Korea, Croatian, well, now you're like, oh, ooh. Well, I don't know what their economy is like there, and what it you know costs in American dollars to have a decent life there. So, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Croatia. I guess I'm gonna have to Google some stuff. What type of currency they use in Croatia? All right, the euro. Do they? Everywhere uses euro. I'm gonna have to get my bank account changed to euros now. Dang it. Um, PayPal will just do it for me. Okay, so and right. this this one's a little late to the market. Are, are we talking about this last one? Yeah. Okay. okay. Really quick, I'm gonna say next week I'll decide. I'm gonna come back with my Diaz's final thoughts on the dry belt, the engine. Okay, so as we go to the next thing, Scott, Segway. So Diaz, you wanna talk about this last one? Oh yeah, yes. Um, so Brown ampl <laughs> Amplification announced a T4 fuzz pedal. So it's uh, it's a four transistor silicone, silicon, silicone? Which one is it? Silicon. Silicon fuzz unit, sorry. Uh, so, so, silicone is what you uh, cock your windows with. <laughs> All right. So, what uh, famous pedal is a four transistor silicon fuzz unit? Big Mouth. Okay. I swear, if this is $300, I'm just going to throw something out the window. It's actually um, pretty reasonable considering. Uh, 180? That's, that's not bad. I mean, for a no. company? I mean, how much is the. I mean, that's how much the Pelotar is, isn't it? Around there? Yeah. And I, I wouldn't use the Pelotar because the Pelotar well, the is a is a it's just it's just a different like Pelican is a different company, but um Well I'm talking about I'm just all right, fine. Well the half horse, it's it's a is it not a fuss style? Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Um comparing considering um Brown's more famous pedal, the protein, is much more expensive this comes in a, a quite an affordable price tag considering this cool. is their second pedal how much is there how much is the protein uh new i think it's like 260 ish okay as long as you but don't say 300 good luck getting one yeah you have to wait like uh, a month. It's 300 bucks sorry son of a bitch <laughs> um uh, but currently Currently, they're on a two to three week wait list, but people are trying to flip these. Like they're selling them for more. Oh my gosh! So you're you're not even going anywhere. So like, 
just wait. Why would you pay more right now? It's, yeah. I mean, like that's I understand there's musicians out gigging now and everything, but like the people who are paying more are not the gigging musician. No, it's really funny to me that the protein has like the waitlist mystique that a lot of other pedal builds do. Uh considering like the waitlist is actually so short on it compared to like I know people waiting way longer than that for a DRV or um I this mean, one's shoot. mine. You, is that why they're waiting three weeks with this one's mine? Or is uh, it just because they haven't tagged him in a post in Gear Talk Praise and Worship? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Dang, throw that shade. I was just going to like drop it. Uh, apparently, that's what everyone does in Gear Talk Praise and Worship is they, listen, they sit listen. and complain about Dan on it. Yeah. You know here's the thing too because when i see those posts i totally do not defend dan um i literally i actually was i actually posted that was like dude maybe you should just hang it up like i i, I legit like was like serious straight comment and he like he's still my friend on facebook and likes stuff and everything and makes comments yeah he, i mean dan dan's one of those people dan's a really good guy he's not a great businessman but but anyway so the t4 is a um it's a fuzz face i mean not fuzz face uh a big muff style fuzz but um has its own kind of takes on stuff sounds fantastic the video has bears in it um <laughs> at the river so like that's awesome <laughs> i believe he i believe this was uh a jhs show um release as well maybe we should get him to talk about like our podcast I don't. I don't think we'd be able to sustain the extra ten people who would come and listen to our <laughs> podcast as a result. Oh, we'd triple much, our listeners. It's so much responsibility. Oh my gosh! Hey, listen, if you guys would just tell your friends not to listen to this podcast, that'd be great. <laughs> you don't need that type of pressure. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. So, talking about feeling pressure. So this week. Uh, we are going to do something that we really don't do on this show. Um, and I, I feel like we talked about it beforehand and I just kind of want to put a, like a disclaimer, um, that we're going to have a, a discussion about stuff that's going on in our political and social world. And, uh, we're all going to be like open-minded and we we're not out to like, if you get offended, we definitely do apologize. We're not out to like do anything like that um and also like each of us has our own personal opinions and we all respect each other so but like i just kind of like wanted to throw that out before yeah. we like, went farther yeah i, I appreciate that the, yeah we were talking much more about um not much more about like I'm, I'm like like are you discrediting what you're saying no i and uh this is meant to be a dialogue it's not yeah. meant to be, well, here's the right way to do everything. And if you're wrong, we're going to shut you down. Um, oh, you know, about it, you, you know, you're saying what? Yeah. Yeah. If you can have a respectful conversation, I think all of us would be willing to engage in that. Um, and, and have a, have a, have a conversation with you about how you feel and various things and that we're going to talk about. But like, I, honestly, guys, America is like built in two different sides coming towards the middle and moving forward with that i mean that's like the what a big thing of what makes uh, our country awesome is that we're based on different opinions and we find middle ground 
So if you have a different opinion than us, we'll be more than happy to talk to you about it in a civil and polite way. Well, I will. I'm not, I'm not going to talk for the other guys on that one. I, Diaz, I would have said you were the most likely one to troll anybody in this conversation. But... <laughs> oh, dude, no, no, I'm, I'm totally like, I have been untroll Diaz like on this topic for more. All right, so let's get to the topic because we've yeah. like, built it. Yeah, so whole... um, I think the real impetus of where this came into the gear market. Okay, first, first things first, it's June 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, the public narrative is surrounding a number of things going on, but uh, the primary one focused in on the recent events of the killing of George Floyd by the hands of a police officer, taking him into custody, and then the surrounding um, reaction of uh, many other deaths that police off- from police officers in the black community. Uh, and the subsequent protests and reactions and riots that have occurred in the last couple weeks, and also a lot, the primary thing we're talking about now it, with that background going on is... Um, a certain pedal, pedal builder uh, made some social media comments and is now, um, I don't want to use the phrase getting canceled, but has lost its uh, guitar center has announced that they're going to cease doing business with them as a result of these comments. I feel like we can like say it like, cause I don't think oh, we're going to like full town and Mike Fuller made yeah. uh, comments. Uh, does anyone have that post readily available? The original post? Yeah. So we can actually read what it says uh i feel like um that's a a big thing is the actual uh facebook post and the actual words where's the original one um sorry i'm trying to go through this um i'm i know i'm gonna find it real quick is Uh, it is it in the guitar.com article that we have posted there i didn't look that way i'm going to uh full tones actual website oh here it is um his exact quote was, what is this? Like four, night four of looting with 100% impunity. The uh, word I'm not going to say, mayor and governor, did not give a another word I'm not going to say about small businesses. And it's never been more clear. And that's also followed by a comment that was in the thread, which we do not see what other people said. We only see what uh, Mike Fuller said. He said, ah, I feel better and flush out some prissy boys who are raised to pee sitting down. Now I'll delete. Uh, he ended up deleting that post before this really went viral. And, um, but it was screenshotted. And a lot of people know once it's on the internet, it stays on the internet. Now, also, there's been other uh, things that have come up. And I'm going to kind of go through them really quick because uh, we don't. It's just how how we've seen it is because it just it's one thing just kind of hits off another. There's a message. Um, he responded to someone. I, I believe what they said was, if if the way this picture is uh, shown, it's in this order. But once again, this could have been edited. It says you. The person said to Mike, "You look like someone ran Keith Urban through a dehumidifier." Mike responded, and you're a dumb fucking frat boy who's never worked a day in his insignificant life. Person responded, LMAO, you actually fucking responded. Mike Fuller says, always time for the mentally challenged. Person responded, go whittle a pick or something you entitled chode, LOL. And there's also um, a picture of a... An email that he sent to 
a customer, I believe, or it was someone who just uh, emailed the company and he responded back. He said, I'm begging you to sell your full tone products because, and once again, we do not see what they, what someone sent Mike. Um, I'm being transparent with that. I'm begging you to sell your full tone pedals because you don't deserve them. You actually are so racist that you believe the good people who are protesting are the same as the organized gangbanger criminals who are looting quote unquote storefronts. Those quote unquote storefronts are good, hardworking people's lives and livelihoods. I, I'm fact, if I see you with a full tone pedal, I will tag it and break into your house and loot it from you because it's my free expression to do so right mike fuller president full-time music um so the sad part you know the saddest part about all this was like i think a lot of our first reactions were hmm that seems on brand for mike yeah one of the things that that was the background of of this too is mike mike is known for being confrontational (laughs) yeah I mean, just legit. And, and also, I mean, it's a persona that he has owned. He knows that and he does not care. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, that says, you know, kind of, I mean, it, good on him that he doesn't care what people think about him. But also, if you're going to be the face and head of a company, you kind of need to care a little bit about what people think about you. Um, especially if, like, the company has your namesake in it. Uh, like that was one thing that I was going to say when we were talking about this earlier is that's a big thing. I believe that, um, I was talking with someone about guitar center releasing, like are releasing full tone pedals and no longer doing business with them. Uh, this might be the, just, this honestly could have just been the straw that broke the camel's back. This could have been their easy out of doing business with him. I mean, because, I don't know if maybe they had a contract or something and this falls under like a, just a a bad image. I don't know what type of clause that would be, but something that like could be that could tarnish the image of one of the other companies in the contract. Um, They might be able to use that as an out and, but who knows me? He's probably uh, as rigid of a person as he is. He's probably delivered every order on time. I mean, who knows? Uh, but like, the, I think the biggest thing on this is with Full Town is <sighs> there's a lot of things to say that it's because he's a racist. And I believe that um, I don't think there's anything. Uh, ex- I don't know if explicitly racist is the term I'm looking for, but like there's I don't I didn't read anything that was like just predominant, like just straight up racist in your face. I believe it's the undertones and the uh kind of like whenever you know someone's trying to say something without saying it situation which also goes to the fact that mike's never had a great public image so it's easy to jump to that um and the fact that he is citing he is stating a popular argument made by the republican party uh what do you think (laughs) Um, look, it, it, this is complicated to take a, to, to say, to be brief about, like, it, it, there's, there definitely has seemed to be a right answer response, mm-hmm. um, to everything going on in the world right now. Uh, and we've seen a number of companies kind of adopt a certain model where you saw, um, 
you saw we had blackout Tuesday last week where the music industry <laughs> said we're going to blackout all this, no self-promotion, no nothing. Um, and you saw people even argue about how to do that properly. Uh, but then... Yeah, I had someone comment that I like used a the hashtag. Wrong hashtags. Yeah, um, which I don't... I understand the sentiment of going on it, but at the same time, that hashtag is so used. I have a hard time imagining people crowding it out, but I don't yeah. know. I, I don't really use hashtags, so that's me being obnoxious. It's not really any actual statement there. Um, I should edit that out. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the um, where was I going? So we, we had that response, and you saw a lot of companies speak from the heart, and you saw a lot of companies issue a press release. Um, mm -hmm. to various ways of saying everyone has to say something. And then you saw um, a bit of a backlash as well of, well, this company hasn't said anything yet. And yeah. you saw people going on the hunt for people who didn't say anything yet. Um, and mm -hmm. you also saw in this, um, I, I another pedal builder, someone went into his liking history dug up his past and said, well, you're a racist because look at it. You're like in this post and you're like in this post. And these are, I, I, I don't know the exact details of what he was liking, but I was, I'm pretty sure it wasn't that bad other than it was just posts from like Donald Trump and posts from, uh, uh, Fox news. Yeah. And so then, then there's a whole Reddit hunt towards that pedal builder that oh then caused a reaction. Um, I don't even know about that one. Oh, yeah, there's, uh, you know, Robert Keeley definitely took a few on the chin. And, but you also watched Robert Keeley turn around and say, hey, I'm giving a, I don't remember what, whether he did portion of the sales or 100% of profit or whatever, whatever model they did. There's a number of places that announced a sale and said, we're donating based on what sells to various extents. Because I think you saw, um, we saw like Doug Cower and Big Ear stick out to me as ones who did a hundred percent donation. So literally the entire purchase price that you, you used gets donated to something all the way to, we're giving a, a proportion of our, our proceeds to support movements. So you saw that happen as well. That landscape of let, let, let's call it a generalized viewpoint or a, a fairly universal viewpoint there and a, a fairly consistent reaction from the majority of the gear industry. Um, and then you have the guy talking, was that on the full tone page or was that on his, yeah, that was on the full tone page. Um, being pretty angry with his local uh, government about rioting and looting and the, the difficult topic of where where does that sit and how should we interpret or how, how should we view those types of actions? It's a difficult topic. I've heard great arguments for both sides. Um, I, I've, I've listened to a number of things that have actually changed my opinion on the topic. I don't know your guys' personal experience there, but it's been a place I've had to listen and, and, and learn a little bit of how should we react to those kind of things? Should we, where should we have empathy? How should we, you know, cause I, I, I mean, I had the immediate, you know, this is a criminal action that shouldn't be done react, you know, mm -hmm. gut feeling. And it's been something I've been wrestling with of where do I actually feel in this? Because there is injustice happening. 
mm-hmm. elsewhere and is is injustice reacting with injustice a proper reaction and that's an ongoing dialogue that's happening um at the I same think- time as there's an absolutist viewpoint that the two are tied together and both are okay and yeah. so you know where where do you sit in that and how do you express that i would say mike fuller did a bad job mm-hmm. i feel like uh with the insults to oh calling the- yeah he went over the top there and to me that's where he crossed the line yeah yeah but i would my line's would- at a different spot than other people's is I wouldn't say the po- that that is more racist more than it is. Uh, what is the? It's insensitive. I believe he called it somebody Chill. mentally challenged there, which yeah. is not okay. No, definitely not. Um, I had a guy call me the R word online because uh, he said that it was un-American to riot and destroy property, and I posted a picture of the Boston Tea Party, and uh, he got mad. So um yeah. yeah i don't know it's kind of interesting right now i think that uh a lot of companies have done a really great job of standing up for uh people of color in this whole situation and uh there's been a big uh light shown in the gear community too that there's there's not a lot of uh companies ran by people of color or you know the builders that are not white i mean it's kind of crazy uh was it um philippe said that his mom is i forgot portuguese maybe or something oh, i can't remember um but yeah i mean like there's like what was the company that does have a a black owner i can't remember is it the one i've been mentioning a lot i, I think so oh uh find out i like how chris just says i've been mentioning it a lot and does not immediately follow up with it the answer is i know i'm like very bad with like this is how bad i am with the names it's like oh yeah i've been talking about that thing a lot but i don't know what the heck it is oh dog man devices that's it yeah um i that's like the only company and then what a bossy i that's another one so a bossy is an interesting one not because it's mostly licensing to my understanding yeah. but at the same time yes it is a company that's owned by someone i mean there's a there's plenty of pedal companies at summer nam that are just licensing companies that's all i'm saying that's fair <laughs> i i'm just saying like uh but yeah i it's uh i don't know i think it's and i was facetious when someone said i someone posted something that was like uh are there are there companies one of the reactions that's been going on is okay well if there's with with the light of what's going on in the world we should be supporting companies owned by people of color uh so uh, i know mike tremblay became one featured from native effects um yeah is is a a lot of focus got turned to his brand as a result of what happened uh in that thread of okay what companies are there i I facetiously made a comment of, well, do they have to be domestic? Because you think of how many pedals come out of Japan and China and that counts. But yeah, like, <laughs> the whole Roland Corporation, Yamaha. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, come on, guys. We're in a, I mean, but those are, those are, those are results of a global economy, not 
uh, yeah. minority I, I, owned in the US kind of mentality. Right. So it, they're different. It's it's just that's what it is. It's different. Yeah, I th- I just think that uh, um, it's been really great seeing the guitar com- well some of the guitar community being open to discussions and everything and and trying to be uh, extremely supportive. Sadly, there's been a ugly side, which there always will be. Well, hopefully not always. That's a negative way to look at it. Um, it feels like there always will be a negative aspect to this, and uh, it's well, it's, it's honestly just been great uh, to see people stand up against that type of thinking and uh action you know that the the that oh my gosh sorry um like that's way of thinking and you know saying those things well but don't also keep in mind i mean we're we're two weeks into this right now uh yeah. and what you're starting to see is the counter argument start to gain yeah. a louder voice so now you're starting to see, oh, well, yeah, but what about arguments and all that kind of stuff? And it, to me, I think the dialogue, I'm just going to be honest, is going to start getting worse. Yes. I've, I I think I text you, was it yesterday or the day before, talking about I'm thinking about taking a break from Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I think I replied with, I think I'm, t- I'm about to take a break from society. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, definitely, it's becoming very toxic. And, um, Sadly, it's it's really starting to become both sides because it seems like when one uh, side is willing to go lower than the other, it's just a total downfall. Yeah, it's a race to the bottom. Yeah, it's a race to the bottom, hundred um, percent. So I th- I think what one thing that we were like trying to talk about was, uh, do you think Guitar Center made the right call? Yes. Yeah, that was okay. a PR nightmare. Yeah, and it. it, it, it from a strictly capitalist viewpoint right now that's right. the right decision morality yeah. aside from a yeah. business sense that made business sense and not to say guitar center is an evil corporation or it's run by good people just from a running a business side right now there seems to be an economic interest in distancing yourself from full tone yes um well, it it's uh yeah guitar center made the right choice for sure especially i mean they're already this whole covid thing is hurting them and i I understand that like the odds of like a guitar center boycott because they still carry full tone that leading down that road it might not have happened but they avoided what could have been even worse i mean just a very horrible situation but look when someone makes an ass of themselves you distance yourself that we do that in our personal lives think about think about that friend we've all had that made that facebook post that we're not okay with and how yeah. we're distancing ourselves from that person right now that that is yeah that's what you do i i i, I muted my aunt <laughs> like i mean yeah. it's yeah i mean you it's one of those things too where like you see this side of people and if you're willing to just, if I'm willing to mute my aunt, I think guitar center is willing to like not carry full town products. Cause, cause I don't think, I don't think it's going to make or break them to carry that brand. It is an interesting decision considering guitar center got looted. I the, mean, the Oakland one got busted into, and I, I think we saw in some of the gear groups, people trying to flip 
what they what they stole yeah, like yeah. within like 24 hours um with the price tags and like security things still on them you uh, know what it, it isn't guitar guitar center um didn't i read somewhere that they like supported trump or something like that too i, I you know what, i'm I sure if you google that you'll find something it but i i'm not about to make a comment either way on that one yeah um, okay so i mean bear, yeah. bear in mind bane uh capital which is mitt romney's former company owns guitar center yeah so i mean that's an investment group they own businesses um uh well they never mind they no longer carry the make, make america great again donald trump vinyl interesting patriotic tracks for your next election or fireworks oh my gosh um Okay, I'll ask a silly question. I have two more questions to kind of ask the group and kind of chat about through this topic before we kind of, I feel like we close this out. Bear in mind, we're not going to talk about everything exhaustively here and someone's likely going to have a comment about it. That's what we have a Facebook group for. Um, And and tell us about stuff and things. Okay, question one. There was a certain pedal that was quite sexist and that had a backlash about two years ago. And Mm. you saw divisiveness and you saw people double down on it and and champion it Mm -hmm. if you guys remember that one uh and also similarly there was a certain restaurant that got associated with a certain political movement and became a um it became a a virtue signaling thing to go eat at that restaurant do you think full tone is gonna be championed in this thing oh yeah no dude i've already seen it you've got these people on there that are number one you've got the people who think they're being funny which i i don't think this is a funny joke of uh saying oh i'll buy your pedal uh, your full tone pedal for cheap okay because like i yeah i that's i don't find that that's not chill at all with me um but yeah you've got the people who are gonna support him because he said what they feel or he you know they they connect with him because of what he said i mean i don't know he he said a very specific style of rhetoric that i think people would identify with and i think those people are gonna buy his pedal and i mean i don't know sadly middle-aged white men is a very big uh, portion of the gear buying community but and full tone has a long history with that buying demographic i mean that's they're one of the original boutique pedal companies from the like from the 90s man they were doing it before everyone else yep. i mean is mike fuller like considered like pretty much like the first like he was doing it before keely was wasn't he well i mean keely was just mods at at the beginning too and right I mean, I think of like Zvex and Full Tone are kind of your original two in my mind. Um, boutique guitar center, you know, uh, pedal companies. Um, yeah. Okay, so the, your your simple answer is yes. You're you're going to see the backlash uh, economic incentive too of. Sweetwater still has Full Tone pedals. Just saying. I think a lot of companies aren't going to necessarily distance themselves with it. I, yeah. Unless there is a, I mean, uh, the so internet gets really loud sometimes. Out, like they, specifically, did they? 
I don't think anyone called him out, and that's why they pulled it. Okay. I think they were ahead of the game. They seemed like really on top of it because, like that that statement was there about the same time his photo, the the clip of him commenting, kind of made rounds. But well, instead of changing the nasty strings on the guitar on the wall, they're all just searching Facebook. So, yeah. Uh, okay. The the other comment, I this is kind of a difficult part to navigate in this conversation. Um, okay. but I, I asked this in our private group. Uh. We, we kind of all established like right now we're like none of us are really interested in doing business with full tone um, right. what would change your mind what would what would make you actually willing to associate with that brand because it's been a um, a brand that now you've become um, disgusted by for lack of a better way to say it well I wouldn't I mean with what he said, I would have to say for him to redeem himself, number one, he'll never like, he's always going to be Mike Fuller, the asshole. So he really doesn't have a whole lot farther up to go to redeem himself from where he's at. Uh, I would have to say that he, he, if he just issued a, like a heartfelt apology, that was like, the problem is, is when a lot of these people apologize or a lot of people um, get caught doing something that is, uh, not either politically correct or not uh, socially acceptable. I think that they usually give some sort of backhanded apology. I think if it was a, a like, listen, I messed up and I said some things uh, that I shouldn't have said. And I thought things that I shouldn't have thought. And I've realized that I, I screwed up and I'm going to better myself. And like true, like you can you usually can tell when someone truly means it, and it's not sort of just some piece together apology to just save face. Um, I think that's all it would really take is if and if he did some sort of gesture, it doesn't have to be financial, doesn't have to be any sort of thing, it doesn't even have to be towards like uh Black Lives Matter or anything like that. But if he did something to show some support for a, a local community or uh, something that I guess in a charitable sense, uh, I think that would kind of go a long way that in a heartfelt apology. And I mean, he, he also, he would be one of those companies that it's not like, uh, he would, uh, bounce back right away, but he would be able to slowly make his way back. Kind of like uh, vertex. Okay. So what if he posted something along the lines of to my supporters who say WTF, you didn't say anything wrong. It's okay to be anti-looting end quote. I suggest this. If that's your main or only concern, then you're ignoring the way more important, the way more important issue of human life and dignity, which might make you or me a soulless robot going on about your daily life, grabbing nuts and squirreling them away. It's consuming without planting. If you know what I mean, it's very easy for me to say, Hey, all I said was this, what's the big deal, but look at the reaction, the rage it's real. I put a stink on my company that made many, many people rightfully disgusted and or embarrassed to be seen with my product. Good job, Fuller. So what does one do? Do I hire one of the many PR lawyers that are swarming my inbox? Or do I just cop to being an a-hole and try to turn this into something better than better for others? Not just me. Perhaps the narrative could someday morph into reformed a hole. Hey, a guy can dream. 
Um, I I didn't like that apology. I mean, he said the things. Mm-hmm. I guess it seems sort of smug in areas, yeah. uh, and kind of once again, that's the my definition of like a backhanded apology, where it was like, I mean, yeah, he like leaned towards like trying to do better, but I mean. <sighs> I don't know. I know he's doing this for PR because he just posted this eight hours ago. Um, and I, uh, I'm going to read it and I'm going to just tell you why I think that it falls in line with that. Looking for recommendations on some Los Angeles area music programs surfing the African-American community, having a hard time finding any, please, um, please email through the website. Okay. Number one, there's Google. I like, I'm pretty sure you can Google that and figure it out. Um, you're you're posting this so people know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, you're doing it only for the, hey, look at me. I'm going to do this now, which there's a uh, humble way to do it. You know, you do it with humility or there's the I'm doing this to get people off my back and hopefully I get back in Guitar Center because... I'm an asshole. That's how I feel about that. I don't think that it's a genuine apology. I don't think that he genuinely is trying to uh, support African-American community in Los Angeles because, um, yeah, number one, how many people do you think are following Mike Fuller and know of that specific, like, I know LA is a big area. But like, I don't know. I think that like Google it, dude. I mean, for real, you're doing it for you're doing that for attention. I don't think the apology was heartfelt at all. But I could be wrong. That's just my personal. When I read that and I see this post, what I get is it's insincere and it's doing it to save face. And that's it. I would I would say um, look as a as a Christian uh, that's a, that's a loaded way to start a sentence but as, as a Christian um, one of the fundamental parts of my belief is that um, the human can change through mm-hmm. miraculous power and change in their life and so as um, as you know, for us as salvation comes to you and the the Holy spirit works within your soul and it starts doing new things. You have a capacity for being a different person from your past. And so I have to use that lens to view the whole world that, you know, not Mike Fuller might someday be a nice guy. There's capacity there. Okay. Yeah. But I got to say something, uh, you being a Christian, yeah. Um, and well, also with me just knowing you, you have a almost every Christian has this a level of this, but you you particularly do have a heightened gift of discernment. Um, that's also another thing that, like, while you have to try to look through eyes of forgiveness and everything, we you also have that feeling of discernment mm-hmm. that is there to guide you and kind of help you through that lens. You know what I mean? So I feel like, I don't know. Well, part of discernment is, is recognizing 
when things are genuine and when they're not. And right. um, a, a great sign of truth is consistency. Yeah, you know, I, so um, I, I will just simply say for, for me on this is to continue watching. See, see if like, yeah. you know, this could be a really humbling moment that changes his perspective. I, I hope so. Because I mean, as a, as a product, mm-hmm. full tone is, I mean, a very well-known, well-liked product. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a like it's a PR stance, um, it, and even just as like me hoping for another human being to become better, like I'm sure there's a lot of people who hope for me to be better on certain things. Um, like I think that like segways, yeah. <laughs> Do they have a book segways for dummy? <laughs> I'm gonna order it and it's gonna show me how to ride one. <laughs> and it's all combined into one. Yeah. <laughs> It's, there's, there's no chapters it's it's, it's one long segue um but yeah i mean i just i kind of hope that he does better and i always For like really? people uh become better humans yeah. you know? i mean you're you're permanent you who you are at one point in your life is not who you are for your entire life and people oh, have the capacity to change. And I mean, that's part of what this political movement, I don't even want to call it a political movement. The social movement is about is calling for a change in people. Right. And yeah, so the, we, we got to accept when people do change, you know, watch with a wary eye. I mean, make sure, wait, look for consistency, guide folks who need guidance. Um, I need a lot of guidance. That's why I've been mostly quiet on a lot of this issue because I've, I've I had to learn a lot. And that's I, my, that's my thing. So, um, I think my big thing is 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 I want to just I mean you always want to make sure people are sorry because they're sorry not sorry because they got caught or sorry because they were called out. Absolutely. I think that's that's a very big thing that uh, we then and like you said time will tell. Uh, I'm I'm rooting for Mike in this as a human to be better. Um, mm-hmm. the, just like I'd root for anyone to be better i mean like you said this whole social uh movement and social revolution in my opinion is about uh people i I mean even on both sides with their viewpoints you know you people want the want other people to be better and and be smarter and and be and care about everyone um sadly a lot of times people aren't good at uh voicing that and definitely not having tone of voice on social media is a very tough thing to do unless you're doing a video. Um, but I think, uh, I, I, I will just also point out before, while we close this out, how many other brands have, have been redeemed over the years for various reasons. Uh, ver- I mean, look, I mean, if we're going to hold every sin, every, every person's accountable for, for the rest of their life, then no, with right. no acknowledgements of change in behavior, then none of us should trust Robert Keeley, but look at how much that man has transformed his life. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people um, who have redeemed themselves. I mean, that's the whole thing. Look at, I mean, the human spirit longs for redemption. Look at how many movies that we watch are about redemption that we are like hold a special place in our heart or like we, I mean, Shawshank redemption. I love that. Yeah, that's not fair. It's still like one of the number one movies of all time. I think it's like number one or number two. Um, and uh, like that's what everyone longs for. And I think in the heat of the moment, some people can't see themselves. 
um, accepting that the person has uh, redeemed themselves. But I think over time that, you know, you'll, that wound will slowly heal and hopefully we can forgive and move forward because not everyone was always uh, open-minded. You know, a lot of people had to learn and change. I mean, and that's what we want people to do. So let's be patient and, and help people change don't you know you can't you know you catch more flies with honey you know so treat treat people with respect you want you you know this whole thing is we want people to be treated with respect so yeah i don't change my mind when people shout at me i double down i get defensive oh very much so so if someone sits down and sits there and says well so why do you believe this and like has a discussion and we, we we get to know each other that's how you change minds and that's how you actually speak into people's lives so um yeah. i've got know, a, that, there's, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it you know i've got a really good friend um she uh we we have different viewpoints on a lot of things we share viewpoints on a lot of things but we have amazing political discussions and especially when we don't agree with each other because we have a way of speaking to each other that can make the other person kind of um, step back and see a different viewpoint. Mm. I think that's a, a, that should always be our goal is to um, get someone to step back and see your viewpoint. And you cannot do that by shouting and yelling. You can only do that by expressing yourself in a um, eloquent and uh, a heartfelt way. And that's not going to happen if you're yelling. Yeah. All right. So, um, well, that was pretty intense. If you want to yell at us, you can find us on Facebook. At... <laughs> Join our Facebook group at facebook.com. I really going to put this out there. Um, we do reserve the right to mute or stop comments on anything. We definitely don't want these discussions to get out of hand if we have them in the group. So if you want to have a discussion in the group, everybody love everybody okay um follow us on instagram at the effects loop you can find our youtube uh on the show notes maybe or somewhere uh if you find us on youtube follow us because that helps us get a thing where we can be like youtube.com slash blah blah blah, blah. Go, um, go watch our gibson video and get angry at them and just yell yeah <laughs> if, you, if you need a place to get your energy out let's remember where the gear industry loses their temper it's gibson <laughs> that, uh, also you can email us at the effects loop at gmail.com if you want to have a, a conversation there you'll probably end up having it, having it with me because i'm the one who gets the uh instant notices on my phone um and ds doesn't run anything by any of us so uh, like <laughs> usually usually it's a like a, a private text message from scott that's like hey man it usually starts with like hey dude like hey man and i can like hear the tone. that's how you know you're in trouble <laughs> i'm not mad i'm just disappointed so, so that message that you sent um can you take that down please can you can you do that <laughs> also uh if you want to support uh the podcast you can go to our patreon patreon.com slash the effects loop we've got different levels you can give whatever you can afford um and we've got little perks that we've got on different levels five dollars and more does get you in the chat room which is honestly where i spend like 90 percent of my online conversations and also we want to give a shout out again to our sponsors of this episode string joy and creation thank you guys for sponsoring us and uh making this a little bit 
more worthwhile because we do this because we love talking with each other and also knowing that people listen and you know kind of, i mean you might not even care what we think but you listen to us do this every week so uh big shout out to uh you the fans as well yeah. i also just want to add one more thing and i didn't put this on the schedule so sorry for interrupting uh now is also a great time to donate to causes that matter and yep. and to give in places like that and and support your neighbors and your community around you and in meaningful ways because that this isn't just about a shouting match. This is about bringing meaningful change to the world. And so, I mean, for me personally, I've been involved heavily with this group called Breakthrough Urban Ministries, which is about healing Chicago's West Side and poverty and the disadvantaged people that are there. Um, I'm particularly involved in a homeless outreach in there. And it, it's a place that's like, it's passionate to my heart. And I encourage you, I'm not saying, hey, everyone has to go support this one that I work with. If you don't have an answer that's quick in your head of like, hey, here's a place I'm trying to support that's making meaningful change in the world, that's something to ask yourself and, and look into. Because, look, we all have an excess of guitar pedals. We clearly have an excess of money that we can give to places. So okay. let's so let's changing. do that. Scott went rogue. I'm going rogue-er. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Don't don't support our patron, okay? I've, I would have known. That I was we about were gonna... to say that, actually. So. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't support our patron. I'll, I'm going to throw this out there. If you give... $15 or more to a charity. Um, we will uh, $50, let you join $50 or more. $50 or more? Yep. Come on, okay. $15? We That's that's yeah, coffee come money. Come on. Okay, all right. $50 or more to yeah. a uh, cause. Um, we will let you in the chat room and, and all that fun stuff. Uh, is there anything else we can do for him? I... Uh, well, I was going to say, too, I'm running a campaign on my Twitch for uh, Color of Change that we can put a link in for that, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's another group. Um, I know that's one of the groups that Big Ear is supporting. Mm -hmm. uh, so we will, uh, yeah, $50 or more, and we'll, like, you get top-tier stuff for, like, life. Some. Yeah fun for life yeah the life of a seven-year-old cat i don't know love one-year-old cat i don't know i don't know we, we, we need doing to this we, we should have agreed to this before we got on live announcement <laughs> we will have details by the time we uh, post this. <laughs> what about and, and also, I think because we're not going to Summer Nam this year, I think we also, as a group, need to be talking uh, in ourselves about let's take that budget and put it to something. Heck yeah! So I'm down. Um, yeah, yeah, we're deciding this live right now. I just propose that. So uh, yeah. let's just have this discussion at the end of the episode, and like people can just listen to us figure this out. <laughs> Anyway, uh, all, all I'm saying is you can vote with your wallet. You can vote with your, your actions. You can vote with your vote. So, I mean, go, go out and do stuff. Make change. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is Scott. Um, I'm breaking the episode in part here because uh, the reality is we were talking off the cuff there, and we hadn't had a chance to actually talk as a group. Um, so let me explain what we're going to do um, as an effects loop. Uh, we decided that... Um, a significant pretty much the entirety of our patreon budget and our sponsorship money goes to us going to summer nam we've decided to take that money and and reinvest it and we want to encourage you to donate as well and so what we're going to do is uh take that budget uh 
and offer a match up to $300 for any donations to the color change. Um, that's an organization that is, uh, near and dear to, uh, a few of our friends' hearts and, uh, on a national level and so we, we decided that was the best one to go with for the time being so what here's what you need to do um if you do decide to give to that uh, particularly um at any amount that you give send us a note send it to diaz send it to chris send it to me uh find us on facebook find us on uh gmail any of those places let us know that you've donated and we will we will donation match up to the 300 that we currently have um as a podcast to give. Um, also to let you know, uh, we've all agreed that we're doing that privately as well. Uh, we're not going to announce those amounts because I, that's not what this is about, but that's what we're going to do. So let's know that you did that as well. If you do decide, um, that say you're a Patreon of ours, you were thinking about doing a Patreon. If you donate $50 to this match right now, um, and, and let us know that you did that, we're going to bring you into our Patreon level for a full year, which, is actually a budgeted thing or a discounted thing because that would be normally $60 to be part of the whatever tier it is. Um, so you can find them at colorofchange.org uh, and they have a, uh, a donation tab right on their website right there. Uh, yeah, send us a confirmation and uh, we'll get we'll match whatever you're given. Anyway, back to the show. All right, so for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And everybody love everybody.
the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Don't buy the hate